Hey guys, this is Nicole from Down for Account, and you are officially going to start listening to our second ever episode of the Countout, which we will have Frisco Flame featured. So enjoy. Um, my name's Nicole from One Third of Down for Account from We Love Wrestling, and with me I have Danielle from Pretty Heels. One third of Pretty Heels. Be my co-pilot. And then today we are interviewing Frisco Flame. And could you introduce the audience to you? Hello, hello everybody. I am Frisco Flame, also known as R. Felix Finch. I am a professional wrestler, independent wrestler, uh, currently out on injury. Uh, I'm also a writer for Wrestling with Regret. And yeah, I do my own things. I've actually started doing a podcast called Underground Lucha Things, where I'm going through Lucha Underground episodes one by one because I never watched it. I I know like a third of the roster to a half of the <laughs> and I never watched the show, but now that it's available for free on 2B.TV, I'm uh, now just, uh, I'm enjoying it all now. I've gone through like 18 episodes so far. Okay. So, I, so I'm happy you brought that up because I was literally, that's one of my questions I want to talk to you about. Was Lucha Underground. So what... I am, especially our podcast, we're huge Lucha Underground advocates. I will live, breathe, and die by that show. <laughs> I think it's utterly amazing. So is it, did you discover it while you were out on injury or you were just kind of like, I know so many people on here, I might as well just give it a go and see how I like it. That's kind of the thing is like, well, when it was first out, I knew a bunch of the people on it, but I didn't have the El Rey network. And I didn't have any kind of service way to get the El Rey network. So I didn't watch it and I wasn't going to go like hunting for torrents online or something. And then a while back, Brian was looking for uh, Patreon, Patreon exclusive content. And I suggested doing a Lucha Underground kind of audio podcast. And he was into it, but he, uh, but he decided he decided it just wasn't for him. He didn't like the extra time commitment. He didn't want to make too many things exclusive and non-video. Uh, we always, we're, we are very much creative head butters, which is <laughs> why I still work for him. And then I was working with WrestleTalk for a time and they wanted to, they wanted content. They wanted like listicles. Like, Cause they put out a, 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 they put out a hiring notice for like journalism for journalists what they really wanted was like listicles done. And because I did something similar for Brian and got paid significantly for that, I wasn't about to do that. So I tried to offer a bunch of alternate things. One of them was a episode by episode review of Lucha Underground, uh, among other things that ended up getting implemented without me there. So I just oh. decided to uh, do this on my own. So I've started uh, watching it on my own and I haven't, I haven't, uh, I, like I said, the only thing where I was like slightly lying was I had seen like up to four episodes because that's as far as any of those other ones got off the ground yeah. before I just started <laughs> taking it myself. So I've seen the first four episodes like three times each. So <laughs> I just amazing. Um, and I get so excited when people get introduced to Lucha Underground. So I love, I, st I was watching a bit of your reviews um, especially with Alana on there and I was just like this is just so fun and when we talked and I think I was talking to Danielle about it anytime I try to introduce or we 
I talk about someone who's reintroduced to wrestling, that's the first one, the first things that I recommend to someone. Well, my thing, thinking, looking at Lucha Underground, the reason why I say yes, that's absolutely perfect to recommend. Like, uh, Alex, I was, I was watching, uh, I live with a non-wrestling fan who only watches it because I watch it. And when I was watching Lucha Underground, for you, she was like, this is like the most interesting of any of the shows you've shown me. <laughs> and, and it's because they focused on being a television show. Mm-hmm. It's made for TV. It's made perfectly for TV. It's made to be watched and consumed. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, like I said, just the style of it is another thing I can't get enough of. Uh, it's, uh, like I said, if you want to know more of what I think of Lucha Underground, Check out Underground Lucha Things, available on uh, Apple Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, I don't know. I've had issues trying to upload to Stitcher. But basically, if you, get, if you have a podcast app that you can type in Underground Lucha Things, do it. And then I also have a pin for it, if you want to see that. There's a little logo right there. Oh, look at that. Oh. Yeah, I'm going to have to get that one next month. <laughs> when I no play worries. <laughs> yeah, I, I had... I had a, uh, ho- if you look at the first episodes, I had a co-host, uh, Brittany Nicole, who's a promoter of Elevate, and I think she also promotes with Kickstart My Heart, but she ended up getting uh, swooped up by wrestling travel, which is awesome for her, oh, wow. and, and so her time dedication wasn't available to be there, so luckily I got Angie on the other line, so, she's, so Angie's been there to help me, because you know, I needed someone else who'd actually watch the show to co-host yeah. with me. Okay, cool. That's awesome. So, but, plug in your stuff. We also plug Lucha Underground. Everybody, go take a look at Lucha Underground. Yes, yeah, please. Uh, yeah, yeah, if you're in the U- if you're in the U.S., Tubi.tv has the full series there for free. You don't even need an account. You can just go through, and it's also available. And Tubi is also available. That's T-U-B-I. It's available on your phone. It's available on your tablet. Just just go check it out. Watch it. Have fun. There's no excuse for missing out on the fun cinematic wrestles. <laughs> hmm. So speaking of, so move on to other quarantine fun things, because I figure that's another thing that people were doing to occupy their time during um, quarantine. So what else have you been doing to keep yourself occupied and busy during this time? I've learned to sew. In fact, I've been, uh, it's funny because I, I rented the sewing machine from the library and like early uh right like a week before the quarantine hit so i ended up having a sewing machine for it's still not due to the library back yet i've gotten my own sewing machine since then but i was starting out just trying to learn how to make things i made like a pencil case and glasses case and then i just started making masks which uh i have the folding type around here like i've been making masks like this but i've uh recently upgraded to making uh let me show you the zubaz mask Give me one sec. I'm excited for this. Yeah, I told you I get all of my masks from him there. <laughs> and especially once fall fall starts happening, I bet you I'm about to start styling some mask outfits. Yeah, look at that. And you see I have a Zubaz mask here. I don't know how well you can hear me. It's not actually Zubaz, but they have this pink zebra material at a local fabric shop and I uh, I bought the rest of the bolt because these are cool. So uh, until now, I really haven't been selling masks. I've been like, hey, you know, give what you want. For these, I'm actually going to sell. <laughs> I'm actually kind of 
establishing a price on these masks. And then, and then I sent some out that had this material a bit <laughs> earlier. Oh, I like that. Although that, although that's of the uh, older style. The, yeah. uh, first, uh, the first style I did is what those were made. That's before I figured out how to make these, how to make these guys. Mm-hmm. And huh, that fits. I can't wait for my uh, sunflower mask. Yeah, it should be fun. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, did you I've, talk about your Dalton Castle uh, inspired mask? <laughs> oh yeah, I have a, also a peacock. I also had a peacock fabric that I found at Walmart, oddly enough, of all places. So I made a mask out of that as well. Yeah, that was the first one I purchased. The first yeah. one. <laughs> all right, I'll be shooting you a DM after this about some masks because I need to start court get my fall my fall inspos already in order. <laughs> okay, for sure. Like, like I said, you know. Like I said, the uh, the only one I kind of said something on is uh, the Zubaz, and also it's a lot faster for me to make this style. I I think this one it kind of feels more like art as I put it together, but this is so much easier to make. <laughs> That's so dope. So what I always this is like my anytime I talk to a wrestler, even I know it's like a generic question, but I'm always so fascinated by it. So what is your all-time favorite match? Eddie Guerrero, Kurt Angle, WrestleMania 20. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Well, if I chose a show, what if I said, if I said Doc Hill from Hell, yeah, absolutely question that. <laughs> <laughs> or if I said Goldberg Lesnar from WrestleMania 20, that would be, oh, that would be very questionable. Oh, yeah, that'd be, that'd be a very awkward pause. But I would have to <laughs> fill it in with some music. <laughs> But yeah, Eddie Angle, WrestleMania 20, I absolutely love it. I remember watching that live. I thought the finish was so brilliant and just fits the character so well. And like, and hey, hey, Kurt and Eddie are both amazing. This was like peak SmackDown years. Just, just very, very cool. Just lo- loved everything about that match. I always, I'm always, I was a big Kurt Angle, like, arguer for years because for some reason my friend like a lot of my friends my friend group they're like well he's okay and I'm like are you kidding me (laughs) (laughs) he won a gold medal with a broke freaking neck yeah no and that's my first thing and then I talked to people I was like for him I was like just for him to come off of amateur wrestling and to be so good at ring psychology I think that's something a lot of people kind of like bypass sometimes and also being up for anything like kurt angle was up for even questionable stuff which uh uh, go watch wrestling with regrets uh heel kurt angle video to go through some of kurt's really really (laughs) really questionable heel runs that he's had yeah but uh but you know he was also just like absolutely a comedic gold yeah because despite being the most legitimate guy on the roster he didn't have an ego about it. No. I love Kurt Angle. That actually, that made me really happy. (laughs) (laughs) So I know we talked about briefly before we really started and you were talking about how you're out on injury. So what do you, so once you're back and once we can again safely go out into the universe, what would be your first dream show? My first dream show would be for Quack to go, hey, for Quack to go, Hey Felix, how about you come down here to Chikara and we'll have 
you do a short-term program. That would be ideal. And I think that was, a, that, 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 I, that was either a good or a bad quack bush. I can't tell him, like, did I just do generic white man voice? <laughs> Shakara is dope and I was and um I don't know if anybody watched but they did um a really amazing um Black Lives Matter um playlist on IWTV. Yeah, Jay and, Rose, shout out to you, man. Yes, amazing. And I didn't realize how many people were not familiar with Chakra. And I'm like, what's going on here? I was like, I think I was like, I didn't think it was like that underground. I always feel like they're just amazing shows. So I was just kind of flabbergasted by how everyone was like, I'm going to have to check this out. I was like, why weren't you watching this <laughs> in the first place? Yeah, no, Chikara is absolutely great. I, I love, I love the stuff. Uh, I especially, I love when it gets more out there. Like, like uh, some of my favorite wrestling promotions of all time, have to go to like Hustle. I don't know if you're familiar with Hustle. If you remember the mid 2000s, remember, remember the early to mid 2000s, uh, Hustle was a Japanese promotion that featured such acts as uh, Razor Ramon Hardgay, uh, Magnum Tokyo, <laughs> uh, Nobuhiko Takata was Generalissimo Takata, and he was dressed basically as M. Bison, and he was leading the uh, Hustle <laughs> army along with his second in command, Yingling the erotic terrorist. <laughs> Okay, let me. I'm gonna break down one of my one of the best uh, one of the best storylines for you. So, so uh, Yingling the erotic terrorist is, is with uh, who's she with? I think she's pairing with Tajiri in a match against the Great Muda and Real Gay. Well, she she uh, she has Great Muda pinned by squatting down on him, and he turns her over and spits mist in her vajayjay. <laughs> so, <laughs> So she gets. So the next show, she has morning sickness, and the show after that, she has laid an egg, and they put the egg into like this bowl of water, which is like basically it's a like you know uh, what are those things called bath bombs sort of thing. Yeah. But you know it comes out, a smoke it fills the room, and out steps baby uh, monster Bono, which is Ake Bono with a pacifier, and he wrestles like a baby, like crawling around on all fours. <laughs> <laughs> it is it is great like i said up uh, if you want to see something funny aja kong and uh aja kong and awesome kong were a tag team in that company but they were super girly girly erica and uh they were erica and margaret they were like in bright pastel dresses and like super girly makeup that sounds right Nice. I'm gonna have to check that out. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's familiar hard. at all. It's a little hard to find. Someone recently went to archive.org and uploaded a bunch of the shows. Almost like I would say they uploaded two thirds of the hustle shows to uh, archive.org, which is cool because I downloaded all of them then. And uh, I'm gonna I'm in the process of getting a bunch of the DVDs. But yeah, look again. I I love the silly suit. Don't take yourself seriously. Mm-hmm, <laughs> No, I feel like a comedy wrestling is un- unappreciated, especially I feel like sometimes, especially us like smarks, and I'm including myself because obviously I'm I'm smart, I'm doing this. Um, sometimes <laughs> like as a whole, <laughs> we're just like, I feel like comedy wrestling is kind of, they view it's like, oh, it's lowbrow or something like that. I was like, dude, like we're watching a bunch of grown people wrestle in underwear. Like, I, I don't think you can get 
<laughs> uh, yeah, and and uh, my personal opinion, and maybe this because you know I've been a character for years. Like, a getting a character to just get over is a task in itself. On top of that, the ability to you have to have the uh, you have to have the ability to. How's the best way to put this? To either wrestle badly or wrestle comedically, you have to know how to wrestle well first. Yes. Mm-hmm. At least if you want to do comedy the right way. Mm-hmm. Which is why Orange Cassidy is a is amazing. Like you could not just get into the ring and do that. Mm-hmm. Most people who are good wrestlers could not do what Orange does mm-hmm. and make it work. Mm-hmm. I love Orange Cassidy. So I know. Much. Shout out to Orange Cassidy. We got to get him on here. Right. <laughs> Next AEW show. I'm coming at you with the interview. <laughs> right. So speaking. So, what made you fall in love with wrestling and realize this? This is what I have to do for the rest. Or I don't know if you want to do this for the rest of life, but this is what I have to do with my life. Now that's kind of a funny thing because like I've always loved wrestling. Uh I remember I actually got to see uh Hogan and uh Hogan and uh Ric Flair battle because I was at like those little house shows in Sacramento where that was I was super little when that happened, but but uh yes I uh, there used to be some really good house shows coming through Sacramento where I grew up. Uh you know, I love Randy Savage. I think you had to ask me my all-time favorite like wrestler. Randy Savage is probably the name on that list. But uh, again, it was just something I loved doing. And then when I joined the Navy, here's the thing. I knew about like Japanese women's wrestling before I knew about independent wrestling. Because WCW would bring in like the uh, Japanese stars. And, you know, the way WWF presented itself, there was no wrestling world outside of WWF until Tough Enough came around. And even then they didn't, they presented that as if, you know, these people came off the streets, not as if it was people coming in from the independents. Yeah. And so I didn't know that independent wrestling was a thing. I didn't know that it was a thing you could do until I was in the Navy. And I'm not going to say how I became friends with this couple. It, that's another story unto itself. But we're watching, <laughs> we're watching a wrestling show. Uh, we're watching Raw one night. And an ad comes up for <laughs> an ad comes up for wrestling school. And I was like, oh, that's interesting, but I had missed it. We didn't have DVR, so I couldn't go back. Well, then I'm on MySpace uh, doing some of my eFed stuff because that was a thing. And, uh, and the ad pops up on MySpace, and I'm like, okay, cool. This is like down the street from my base. I'm not doing anything right now. So I went down. I uh, did their tryout. Uh, myself and this other guy, Josh, got their scholarship. And, yeah, I went to training. It's just been so much fun. I think it it kind of more clicked once I went, once I left the Navy and went to the uh, West Coast and uh, got under the tutelage of Mike Modest. That really helped. And when I started performing in Vegas, I was like, okay, yeah, you know, this is something I absolutely love. Uh, like I said, there's been a lot of there's been a lot of ups and downs. There's been a divorce in the middle of that, but but overall, I'm still loving it. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like wrestling is just one of, and I, I think that's what I t- talk about when I love wrestling. I feel like that's like one of the few constant loves that I've had my entire life. I probably will have in my entire life until I have like, you know, children and um, a husband or whatever eventually. But it's like that's one of those things that I always feel like 
no matter if it's really bad or really good, it's, it's still going to be there. Yeah. Which yeah, counts for, for most people. Yeah. Right? And, and, yeah. And fun story, and fun story on that one is my, uh, speaking of kids, my uh, daughter, I've, I've gotten two angry, I've gotten very, two very angry moments for my ex-wife. One of them, my daughter goes up and, and she's, she's three at the time and her cousin Janae is four. She goes up and hugs her cousin Janae. She's like, you know, very hug is very sweet. Then she slaps her back and gives her a flatliner. <laughs> 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 Which she did not learn from me. I did baby stomps. I, I, I would like baby slam her, like bite slam her onto the bed or give her like little stomps while laughing, not really even touching her. And it was cute because she was doing that. She was like going, boom, dropping her foot on her cousin, laughing, boom. <laughs> Yeah, my ex wife called me very mad about that. And another time, this was after after the divorce. Apparently, my daughter decided to because she's my daughter. Whenever she does anything wrong, yes, <laughs> my daughter decided to get onto the stool and do a full on backflip onto the couch about three feet away. She made it. <laughs> hey, we might have a future luchadora on our hands. You never know. Oh man, I I, uh, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the same beautiful little girl who had that Shawn Michaels hat, right? Yes, like yeah, she found that on her own. Like a like that wasn't influenced by me at all. She just saw like the zebra pattern uh, hat at a uh, thrift shop somewhere in Alabama, and I even checked. It is like an original because it has the old WWF logo, okay. not the WWE logo. She doesn't even know what she's got on her hand. Right. <laughs> I know yeah, no the dolls are dropping bands for those hats. Like, literally. I seen one of those Shawn Michaels because I was I wanted to get one, and it was like $500. <laughs> I said, oof, I don't even like Shawn Michaels that much. <laughs> Honestly, the one that she probably has, if she got it at a thrift store, it's probably real leather. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't tell. I'm not like I, I could ask my mom. She's a fake. She's a fake person, Ninja. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so much fun. <laughs> you gotta love kids, man. Especially like kids. My uh, one of my co-hosts, um, Alexis, her daughter is um getting into um wrestling. Well, she is into wrestling. Like Asuka's her favorite. Like she just loves Asuka. And she sends us um, videos of, she sent us a video of, like, her, like, doing um, a, well, she's, like, trying to do a pedigree on her husband. And I was like, you got to get this girl in a wrestling school soon. So, you know, so you never know. So, just to wrap things up, so we don't want to keep you too much, take up too much of your time. So for the audience, for them to get introduced to basically the full essence of you, like what is your one match that you recommend people view of yours? Oh, man, like I said, uh, see, I, I messed up and did not have a lot of footage early on. And more recently, I've gotten some better things, uh, some, not, some not shot great. But I guess currently – if you look up the match between myself and uh, and not Leisure Suit Larry, what the hell was that guy's name? Name uh, Lover Boy, uh, Lover Boy Larry. If you look up the match between myself and Lover Boy Larry, that can that should give you a pretty good idea. If you look up Frisco Flame, like again, I'm 
I'm one of those guys that kind of have a greatest hits when it comes to doing matches. Like, uh, you're going to see a lot of the same stuff, but in different ways. Yeah. And I don't think that's the bad thing. I, I personally really like that because it gives you something to expect. It gives you something to pop for. Um, had another really good match against... Not, uh, I wish I could remember some of these opponents' names. <laughs> that's what happens when you travel territories. <laughs> but yeah, if you look at Frisco Flame, I have a channel. If there's a match I want up there, it's up there. If, if there's a match I don't want up there, it's hidden. It's... <laughs> it's privatized. Yes. So your your channel's on YouTube or? Yes. Yeah, on YouTube at Frisco Flame. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Frisco Flame. On Twitter, that's an odd thing. You can follow me at Frisco Flame or at R Felix Finch. I had R Felix Finch kind of as a more professional Twitter, and that has gained more traction than my wrestling Twitter, mm. which originally wasn't my wrestling Twitter either. It was my comedy Twitter. So. I feel that's like that's how it is sometimes with stuff. All right, so so again, we're just going to wrap things up. So if you want to tell the good folks over here in the We Love Wrestling Network, again, all your fabulous social media handles and like plug any others, like your stores or anything, or your um, stores that you want everyone else to check out, you have the floor. Yeah, uh, you can find, again, you can find me on pretty much every platform at Frisco Flame or at R Felix or if you want to find me on Facebook, you look at Frisco Flame or R Felix Finch. If you want to get shirts like this one uh, that was designed by one uh, by one uh, from uh, of the dead designs, uh, you can find that at FriscoFlame.com where it's available in this and a hoodie, or you can get a not as comfortable version at ProWrestlingTees.com slash FriscoFlame. And the I, had, I do have pins. I have pins. I have pop sockets. And it's Pride Month. I've got them in uh, – I've got them in – let me see. I've got them Pride by regular, Ace. It's like Inclusion, Ace, pa uh, Pan, Trans. I got my little entrance mask and Underground Lucha Things logo, as well as pop sockets for those of you who need to be able to hold your phone. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, if you go to – if you go to IWTV – and check out if you go to iwtv.live and check and uh, put it in promo code Frisco Flame, you get five free days of independent wrestling. Oh wow! Ooh. Right? Can you say that one more time so we? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. So if, if you go to iwtv.live or uh, you know independent wrestling, if you, I believe if you go to powerbomb.tv, it still reroutes you. But under the promo code, enter Frisco Flame, one word. You'll get five days for free. Oh. Yes, we're all about the coupon codes. Yes. Coupon codes. <laughs> hey, coupon, <laughs> coupon codes are great because, uh, yeah, I want to be booked by Beyond. Please go use my code on Powerball.tv. Yes. <laughs> beyond, get, get him on there. Yeah. <laughs> well, again, thank you mm. so much for speaking. I have a match question. I, I have yes. a match answer now. Mm. I, thought, I thought about this because it's not on Powerball.tv yet, but it should be soon. Look up. Frisco Flame versus uh, Tommy Purr versus uh, uh, Jet. I think what's what's Jet or go under uh, the Great Bambina, and it's a triple threat match that was done for a Pride show last year. Yeah, that's the first. That's actually the when I was researching. That's actually the first match that I watched of yours. Yeah, yeah. It also has my favorite exclamation ever from 
I've got I've got two favorite this one has my favorite exclamation ever from a commentator. I used glitter as a mist instead of using uh instead of using just a regular mist, I had a glitter mist and the announcer goes, Sweet gay muda <laughs> That's hilarious. I know. I hope to yes. Okay, I'll make sure that we include that as well. But yeah, yeah. I love, that was the first match I seen in years. I'm like, this is wild. I'm really pissed I didn't see this like live. Like, <laughs> I hate that match FOMO. And you're like, man, I wish I was like actually there, not watched it on this screen. I was like, damn it, what was I doing? <laughs> yeah, that that was that was that was fun, and it's it was kind of funny because I didn't realize that both people in that match I had apparently paved the way for. Because I was the first person who was like kind of, I was the first person in Northern California within that generation or generation before that was doing the open Exotico. Mm. While uh, Tommy had seen me and been like, okay, I guess, I guess people will accept me being gay as a wrestler. And then uh, Jetta had also wanted to do a match with me for that kind of same reasons. Like, look, Frisco can go through this because I went through a lot of bullshit, got my ass Got a, pe- a lot of people who tried to kick my ass early on <laughs> just for what I was doing. And it was, yeah, yeah. wrestling's a better place now. Still yeah. has some work to do, but it's a better place now. <laughs> but yeah, like I said, that, that actually is a very meaningful match. And I'm a little ashamed of myself that it took this long for me to think of that. I, 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 just, I just forgot that it was available on YouTube. Yeah, no, uh, when I was looking, researching your matches, that was, like, the first one that I popped up, and I was like, oh, th- I was like, this is fun, but um, especially, yeah, and especially within, I'm so glad that, especially, like, our LGBTQ plus um, people are finally, like, they're getting the showcase that they deserve within the wrestling industry, and instead of just everyone just trying to use the mannerisms from that and not giving them a place to express themselves. So I'm glad that we're finally able to like, okay, like, no, this is what we're, they're doing. And it's amazing. And it's sometimes more entertainment than other plain old wrestling that you're seeing over there. But I'm just so excited, especially with Exotic Oaks. I don't think people remember that they watched Exoticos when they were kids watching <laughs> like Telemundo and stuff in the morning. I'm like, you do realize like you watched this one year as a kid, but you just don't didn't retain it, obviously. <laughs> I mean hell, we had Billy and Chuck. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. oh yeah, and stuff like that. I was like, and what Rico. the hell did you think Gold Dust was doing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> At the same time. Yeah, but sorry to interrupt. I was just, uh, I was like, oh no, oh, honestly, I, I'm glad that you double back backs. I love that match. But just again, we don't want to keep you here all night long because I feel like we'd be here talking all night long. But night. again, but again, thank you so much for um, taking the time out of your day with just having us learn a little bit more about you and like exposing the audience a little bit more about or who you are, what you're about, even though they should know if you're watching us. But if you love wrestling, you should have known that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Uh, I, I'll, I'll give them this. I've been, is like, uh, I've had a lot of matches in the past. How old am I now? I've had a lot of matches in the past 13 years, but not, I've, but not a lot of them have been matches that have really, I'd like to say mattered, but none of them were really, like, I, you can have a lot of matches. You can have a ton of matches. It doesn't matter if nobody sees them. And, I, and I've spent the last thir- 13 years like 
working some really small territories. So if you don't know who I am, that's fine. It's my fault. And uh, when I come and when I come back and when I come back from injury, you will see me on screens near you soon. I am in talks with quite a few promotions, and I've even got some international. I've got some international potential once this plague passes. <laughs> right. Well, if you wear, please wear. Uh, if you can come out in a pride plague doctor get up for your first show back, <laughs> I would highly appreciate it. <laughs> uh, uh, that, that is hilarious. I will tell you one idea I have when we go off of recording. <laughs> but again, thank you guys for tuning in. Um, I'm Nicole from Down for Account, and we love wrestling. And then I have the yeah. one of the prettiest of heels, Danielle. <laughs> and then we have Frisco Flame. But thank you guys for tuning in. And how do I stop this recording? All right. Thank you guys again for tuning into the count out, one of our bonus episode features. Um, also, make sure you check us out on Twitter at d- down for the actual number four, the count 19. And also make sure you're following us on Instagram at d4tc underscore podcast. All right. Have a good day, guys. <laughs>